here we are on the first of the month, and as Kate is away with family, I'm driving to meet our guest, Susan Thomas, who's a farmer's daughter from Sontley near Wrexham. Now, Susan breeds, trains, shows, rides, including going hunting, the family's shire horses, and this is by no means all she does, and I've got a lot to ask her today. So welcome, Susan. It's lovely to see you. I hope you've had a good day at work today. Yeah, it's been good, thank you. Good. Um, let's start with your horse box. Now, you've got quite a few shires at home, and um, I imagine your horse box is quite robust to cope with those big animals. Yeah, so we've just had a new horse box. So before that, we used an old cattle wagon Yeah, where we could only stand two mares and it had no living. So a rainy day at a show wasn't very fun. Mm. So we invested in a new horse box with living and sleeping. And we can make a patina which shows and gets away from all the rain. And um, we've got stalling for two horses and a foal. Yeah. So with the shires, have to be aware of the weight limit. Yeah, yeah. So we could probably fit on three or four ponies, but with shires, only two shires and a foal. So all the floors reinforced, the tailboards reinforced, the partitions are made stronger. So if a horse leans on them, they don't bend. It just reminds me of the couple who won $184 million on the Euro Lottery and the first thing they bought was a horse box <laughs> for their ponies. So um, the first thing you did with your aunt's legacy was to buy a horse box yes and so it's all <laughs> luxury all good to go yeah now so you do you drive this lorry yeah i don't let we don't let dad drive the new wagon as it will definitely get scratched and dented like the old one was and how did you get on with the hgv test um so i drove on a provisional for about two years and then when i was 20 i took my driving test with tiltstons uh no Dulson's training mm in Shrewsbury and it actually took me three attempts to try and pass my seven and a half ton license as I think I shouldn't have took this test in Shrewsbury as I've never drove in Shrewsbury before and there's lots of one ways narrow roads and I had no idea where I was driving and um, so the first test I failed I accidentally cut up as bike uh cyclists by a roundabout oh dear. so that was an instant fail and then the second time this has never happened to the driving instructor before but actually knocked a wing mirror off a van and then the van drove away so we didn't really know what to do so we picked up the wing mirror carried on my test and failed at the end of that one and then on the third attempt I finally passed so I think the next day I had a show yeah so the next day when I passed I was straight in the wagon into the show and I don't think Dad's drove the wagon since. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got there in the end. That's yeah. brilliant. Now, you grew up on the farm. How long have your family been there at Sontley? Um, so Dad moved um, when he was four years old. Yeah. Before that, he lived in Johnstown on a smaller farm with his parents. Yeah. But when he was four. So how did Shire start off on the farm again? Um, Dad bought his first Shire when he was 25 in 1974. And he bought, um, it was a bay mare from Cambridgeshire, and it's called Studley Herodus. And yeah, he started from there, and then that, then he put that mare in foal, and then he's bred from that mare ever since. From he's the original never, mare. 
Yeah, and he's never bought a horse since. Well, I am told that, that that's where the shires originated from. That that's why they're called the shires, from, because they came from the shire counties of Lincolnshire and Cambridgeshire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the farm that he bought his shire from was a 2,500-acre estate. Really? And they worked all the horses. They didn't have any machinery like tractors. It was all worked by horses, shire horses. You used them on the farm, your father did? Um, so Dad never used them for actual working because he had a tractor then and a trailer but um he's always you know hobby farmed them sort of he'll put the chain harrows behind them and a roller and use the carts but he'd always use a tractor and trailer some of your horses went abroad didn't they you sold some of them yeah so over the years dad sold horses to america sweden the netherlands russia canada they've gone all over the world all over the world and um a couple went to her majesty yes so the queen approached not the queen yeah but um so the queen approached the shy horse society yeah and they put them in touch with us and they used their stallion on our mare called something black beauty really and that was in 1985 and they come back again in 1987 to use the same mare with a different stallion so those were foaled down in London and then they send the mare back up to us. And so, yeah, we produced two foals for the Queen and they were used as drum horses. What were their names? Do you know? He, Dad couldn't remember what they'd they called them. But he, know, but he knew what they looked like. One was a black colt and a bay filly with white speckles on it. So they're related to yeah. Betty that you ride? Yeah, right all the horses we have are all related somehow. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. So how do you start them off, uh, training them once once they're old enough? How do you begin to train them to the shafts? Um, well, we start training them from the day they're born. We put the halter on their heads and every day we'll lead them in and out the field to get them used to human contact and being led. And and then at two-year-olds, we, we start mouthing them to the bit and tying them up, getting used to being stood and walked around. And then at three-year-old, we'll start long-graining them and put them in like the plough and chain harness. So then we can attach a tyre behind them to build up some muscle and like gradually increase the weight behind them Mm. to build up the muscle to eventually put them in the cart. So what does it feel like to walk behind them um, and work them with an agricultural um, implement on the back and then feel all the power? What does that feel like? I think I'd rather sit on top of them. I think there's a lot more control riding a horse because all you've got is two reins to hold and tie a horse and cart. Um, it's very nerve-wracking, but... So it's, it's yeah. quite difficult then to work a horse? Um, a well-trained horse, but breaking in horses where a young horse is learning, just to go in a straight line, it's got to be dead straight and it's, yeah, it takes yeah, it's a very of, difficult. It takes a lot of many hours of work mm, yeah. to get them to that level. So it's much easier to ride them. Oh, so yeah. what do they feel like to ride? Uh, very comfortable I feel they'd be quite you can fall off them but quite difficult as they don't come up high or buck and kick like and whip round as easy as a horse or pony can very comfortable to ride and does it feel powerful when you move up the gears yeah Betty's got lots of gears she's very fast but some horses can be very plod along so we've got an old mare at home which you can barely get a canter out of her some days because she's so steady. Well, it sounds very tempting, the fact <laughs> you've never fallen off one. What are, what are they like to get on and off? Um, you definitely need a mounting block for yeah. the Shire. Yeah. 
you can struggle off the floor and crawl up them, but it's very that's, difficult. That's an art in itself, getting on. <laughs> so you have dressage lessons on one of them, do you? Yeah, so um, at the start of COVID, where you were limited, you couldn't really go anywhere, I started going to my neighbours for lessons, as she's got a menage, um, and she's very big into dressage, where I've never done dressage, never really had any interest in it. So she started me bending and doing all the dressage mm. moves, which really helped me with my showing mm. because it gets the horse bending as in a small arena with a big horse. It's quite difficult yes. to get them around the corners and a mm. shire because they're not built for driving, uh, mm. riding and tight bending. But you've had some success, haven't you, with the dressage? Yeah, so I went, it was about a year ago now, I went to my first dressage and it was an intro at Glebe Equestrian in Bronington. And I come forth at about you? 12, which I was just amazed by because I've never done that ever before. Dressage was completely new and on a shire. When you when you get there with a shire, everyone's like, a shire doing dressage? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she went really well. And we've started doing prelim now. So we're moving up the levels. So riding them and showing them and doing dressage competitions with them, has that had an effect on the uh, future of the breed? Um, yeah, I think riding shires are definitely encouraging a lot more people to have shires. I think like agricultural turnouts at shows is it's a dying art really. It's a lot Do you of think work. So? Yeah, it's a lot of work to break in and keep a driving horse going as it's much more easy to just jump on a horse's back and take it around the block to keep it fit and yeah, there's not many youngsters doing driven work anymore. It's mostly the elder generation. But the, there are a, a, a huge hardcore of people who still yeah. do that, aren't there, with the showing yeah. and the turnouts. Yeah. Particularly in Cheshire, isn't it? Isn't that yeah, there's some, they're like third, fourth generation shy breeders doing it now. And dad's yeah. just, so I'm second generation kind of, yeah. yeah. I think Cheshire's the highest concentration of shires, isn't it? Yeah, there's loads the world. of shire farms and everything in Cheshire. Yes. So have you ever shown at Nantwich? Uh, yes, we've done in hand and the agricultural and the harness at uh, Nantwich show. And, and where did you come? Can you remember how well you did? Oh, it's years ago now. I can't remember where we come. No, because I no. do remember that once they decide on the prizes, they start to bring in a referee. Yes, they um, have a referee in case the two judges don't agree on yeah. the placings. So it, it, the Shire personality seem to be as big as the horses. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because they're the breed on their own, aren't they? Yeah, I think the Shire community is very tight-knit. Everyone knows everyone. And I think everyone's horses are linked with everyone else's horses. So it's very competitive yeah. in the show yeah. ring, yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating. So they have their own Shire car park. Yeah, so every show, I don't know why, but Shires always have our own car park because we all like to park with each other. And uh, yeah, and everyone ties the horses outside the wagons to plat up, where I think the riding horses sometimes, at some shows, they're not even allowed to tie up at the side of the wagons. But the Shires somehow to get, get away with that. Yeah, well, I'm glad they get such special treatment. So as well as the showing, you are invited to do lots of parades. You've done the um, Armistice Parade in Mulpus and the Langothan Christmas Parade. Uh, yeah, so we lead the Langothan Christmas Parade and we get Dad uh, dressed up as Santa Claus oh, and we get you? the town crier ringing his bell on the back of the cart and 
some children dressed as elves. It's a huge attraction, isn't it? Yeah, it's really busy in Tlan around Christmas. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. And the Malpas Parade, I remember the it was a hospital cart, wasn't it? With the yeah, I think we were the First World War. Yeah, saving the wounded. I think we were. Yeah, and we had some characters dressed up, and it looked really good. Yes, it did. Yeah, that's a really did. good parade. So, what are you doing for the Jubilee? Um, so for the Jubilee, um, we were asked to take the cart, but we haven't got one broke in at the moment, ready to go, as the mare has a foal on her at the moment. So we thought, instead of the cart, I'd ride Bessie, and uh, I'd borrow Dad's friend's um, contour to elegance dress. So I haven't tried it on the horse yet, but this week we'll get going in that, and hopefully yeah, that'll be super. I'm meant to look like the Queen. <laughs> yeah, oh, wonderful. Look forward mm. to that. And I know you've recently taken part in some heavy horse showing classes. Um, how's the showing season going so far? Um, so I've done a few small local shows to get me ready for the county show. So I went to Reeds Heath Show and Show a few weeks ago and I won my class and then took overall champion of the show. Oh, wow. To then qualify for like the champion of champions show, which is at the end of August. And then last week, I went down to Stonely Park to have a go at a Hoy's qualifier. Yeah. And um, I come fifth. The, 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 horse, I, the horse went well, but she didn't go very well for the ride judge. So I think because I'm the, the only person that rides the horse, when a yeah. ride judge gets yeah. on, yeah. they're completely different. She didn't go very well. But I went to Warrington Show on Sunday and I come second in that class. Oh, so that was good. a lot better, yeah. Oh, well done. That sounds really good. Do you think that there is any, I mean, obviously the Hoyas qualifying of things is going to have an effect on um, the popularity of the breed. Do you think there's any danger of um, the breed type being sacrificed for performance going forward as more shy as a bred to be ridden rather than to preserve their yeah. traditional qualities? So Dad always rem remembers like the traditional shy where they were stocky heavy feathered they mm -hmm. weren't massive like they are now mm -hmm. and i think the shires have completely changed really already so, yeah so the mare i ride she's purebred shire from shire mare and stallion but she's quite fine she's not a big stocky heavy shire mm. so in a ridden class she's very agile and moves yeah. nicely rather than the big traditional shires yes well she is sleek and fit looking i've seen her mm. so Yes, already that's having an effect. Do you think the Shire horse is as endangered as people say, or do you think there is enough young people interested? 50-50, um, really. I, there are youngsters interested, but they're just carrying on from the elder generation. It's the same bloodline carrying on. There aren't many new people coming into the Shire world. So you have to be born into a family who knows Shires. Yeah, I think yes. that's what it is really with the Shire. So how did you come uh, to be out trail hunting with Betty? Um, so the hunt were meeting next to our farm. And uh, so the huntsman come round a few days before just to tell us that the hunt will be out. And um, he persuaded me to come with the Shire. Um, so I think it started about six o'clock. We got all tacked up on a soaking wet day. And I think we lasted about two or three hours until we were exhausted. <laughs> and uh come back absolutely soaked through <laughs> and how did you manage could you hold betty did she get strong or um i think because it was her first time she's just 
and didn't know what she was doing. So, so she's she quite calm. She's perfect. Yeah, she's really good. And then I went a second time and I think she knew what was happening then. Yeah. And she knew that she can gallop across so the field. So she set sail. And she was very strong. I don't think I lasted as long that day. Could you hold her? Could you pull her? Yeah, I put a strong bit in her mouth. But yeah, she does stop. Yeah. But when she's going, she tries to keep up with the thoroughbreds, I think. And what did that feel like when she set sail? It's brilliant when you're in a big pack of horses and you're all just going across the field. It's amazing. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And so after that, you carried on trail hunting. Uh, yeah, so my dad's friend is um, a regular trail hunter. So um, he let me come on one of his horses. Um, and I've never jumped in my life. I've never really been interested in jumping because if you fall off, it hurts, <laughs> which I learned on my first hunt um, with Gerard. So I think with Gerard, it's more just run and jump. <laughs> I didn't really have an option. So he's like, follow my lead and it was a jump off the road into the field. So it's about waist height. And we got over it and we landed it and we sat back up. And thought, oh, that was okay. <laughs> so we carried on. I think we'd done about four more jumps. They were a lot smaller. And I stayed on that day. But the next time we went hunting, I think I fell off every jump. Oh, my goodness, Susan. Well, yeah. I, I think was... I fell off three times in one day. Did you? Yeah. Well, I have <laughs> huge admiration for you. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, you just get back on. The yeah. ground was soft, so it didn't hurt. You're fantastic. <laughs> so when the huntsman came round, did he persuade you to have any hound puppies, Susan? Uh, yes, so I've got one <laughs> hound puppy called Portsmouth. And he's adorable. He is lovely, but he's also a nightmare some of the time. He gets into mischief. Yes, he's got a liking for chicken eggs. So Dad's quite interested in chickens, so he's got about 60 chickens. Yeah. So whenever dad collects the eggs, the, you can't put the bucket down. I think one day he ate about 12 eggs. and he'll, The whole thing. Yeah, he'll eat as many eggs as he can get his hands on. Cool. So he'll be growing very well Lots of protein. Very pleased when he goes back to kennels. Will be. Well, we've had a lovely time talking about the horses, but that's not all you do, is it? Um, you did a baking and patisserie course at Rees Heath. Uh, yeah, so after I finished school, I went to Reeseith College for two years and studied bakery and patisserie, which led me to a job at the village bakery in Wrexham as a technical assistant. So what did you have to do there? Uh, so technical is like a quality-based department. So uh, we make sure like the quality of the products is in standards to what the customer wants. So we supply all the major supermarkets. Oh, wow. So if it's nothing, if it, it isn't quite right, you have to alter the production. Yeah. So if it's not 100% perfect, that production run can't go out or be sold. Wow. And so you went on to make cakes from home, didn't you? Yeah. So when I was in college as a bit of a sideline to earn some extra money, I started uh, baking and decorating cakes. So I've done wedding cakes, christening cakes, birthday okay. cakes. Fantastic yeah. creations. Mm. Have you won any awards? They um, look as though they should win an award, Susan. Ooh, I did enter a competition in Wrexham once for a decorated cake, and I did win that. I can't remember what it was oh. called, though. I think I won like a £50 voucher. Did you? And yeah. any cake disasters? Uh, Touchwood, so far, no not. disasters. No disasters oh, you yet. must be very good. I so, haven't missed an order or anything yet. No. Well, they do look fantastic. So now you work for Belton Cheese. So yeah. what do you do there? Um, so I do the same as what I did at Village, but with cheese. 
so I'm a technical lead at Belton. So again, I'm just it's the quality side of mm, the production. Yeah. So what's their best selling cheese? Uh, definitely the Red Fox. Is it? Nicest, yes. Now, uh, Myla Young Farmers, I know, also plays a big part in your life. So how old were you when you joined Young Farmers? Uh, so I think I joined when I was 15 or 16 with my brother and sister. And, I've, and I still go now. So I'll probably go in about nine or ten years. Yeah, but now you're in charge, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm the chair lady of Myla Young Farmers at the moment. So it's lots of organising. and Yeah, what a big job. Yeah, it's really fun though. That's you get awesome. to meet so many people all over Cleward and Wales. Yeah, through the through through the through young farmers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. And you do a lot of fundraising. Yeah, so recently we done a charity tractor run for Air Ambulance. So They're really popular, aren't they? Those. Yeah, so it was. It started off at my house, um, and we went all through the countryside up to Overton, round to Worthenbury, Bangor. And we had 67 tractors turn up and we raised £1,528, which was brilliant for just a few hours' work. In yeah, it. that's incredible. It's really well supported. So what else do you do with the young farmers? There's loads of different things in young farms. There's stock judging, public speaking. Um, yeah, I'm interested, in, I'm interested in the public speaking. Have you done any? You must um, do I've as done a some years ago. I haven't done it for a while. Due to COVID, I think we haven't done it for about three years now, two or three years um, but yeah, Mela did once win public speaking a few really? years ago. Yeah, but it's very competitive, and there are some very good public speakers in the yeah. county. It's a very good training, isn't it? Yeah, very good thing to be doing. And, and also the tug of war. Tell me about how you win a tug of war. Oh, so tug of war is really good. So you think you just pull a rope, but there's a yeah, lot more sure. to it. Yeah. Um, so I think Mela's won. About four years now, we've won at county level, which qualifies you to pull at the Royal Welsh. Are you um, going to the Royal Welsh? Uh, so the, the county rallies this month, but I'm unable to go as I've double booked. I'm actually at three counties show. Oh, gosh. So I can't do the tug girl. of war. So what's year. the technique with tug of war to win? Holding them and going as low as you can. So it's not all about pulling and pulling. It's holding them so they tire out. Yeah, and teamwork. I suppose. Yeah, and the same with the work. horses. Keeping team, in time. Teamwork. Mm-hmm. And and what about the um, young farmers' parties? They must be really fun. Uh, young farmers' parties What's the best are brilliant. One you've done. Um, so we've done a Love Island themed <sighs> young farmers' party. I think we've done about three now, and that's in the shed at home. And the last one we had pre-COVID, I think we got about five hundred people there. Did you? And it's brilliant. We and we done that to raise money for our ambulance again. I think we raised about three or four thousand. Goodness me! So that was really good. Yeah, and well supported by everyone. They come as far as Bala on yeah. coach loads of people. Really? Yeah, they come on coaches. Are they all farmers or related to? Yeah, they'll yeah. all be. Industries related yeah, to farming. farming related, yeah. Let's see how nimbly you deal with the quick fire questions, Susan. What's the scariest animal? Scariest animal? Um, probably mice and rats, I think. Yeah, no, quite. And small and hairy. Your dream car or tractor? Um, dream car would probably be anything Land Rover, I think. Hmm. The most used app on your phone? Um... Probably Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite sport to watch? The racing and, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere you'd really like to visit? 
um, America. I'd love to go on a cowboy ranch. Oh, gosh. And work with, like, real I cowboys. I can just see you there. Yeah. And finally, Susan, we'd like to ask all our guests for a joke or a motto. Which um, is it to be? Uh, a joke. I've got oh, a good great. one. <laughs> um, a man walks into a chippy with a fish under his arm. He asks the guy, do you sell fish cakes? The guy asks, why? It's the fish's birthday. <laughs> oh, that's quite good because you could have made the cake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's brilliant, Susan. Thank you so much for um, talking to us. We are recording on a Monday night, which is netball night. So we must let you go. Which team was it that you play for? Um, I play for Sprints and we're playing against Tilston tonight. And what position do you play? Uh, goalkeeper, as I'm the tallest in the team. <laughs> Marvellous. And it's been fascinating hearing all about your horses. Thank you so much for finding the time. And we wish you the best of luck with all your competing. Oh, thank you thank very you, much. Thank you, Susan. I so enjoyed this chat. Susan has been an amazing guest. Considering 100 years ago there were a million shires working the land in Britain and this had dwindled to a few thousand in the 1960s who were registered with the Shire Horse Society, it is very good news that there is now a resurgence of popularity of these types of horses, both as a working animal and a riding horse. Look out for Susan and Betty in the Mulpus Jubilee Ride and at the county shows in the Ridden Heavy Horse classes.